What up, y'all? Welcome to the Empowering Real Talk podcast. It's your girl, Keisha, of Upgraded Mindsets, and I created this platform to bring awareness, resource, and solution to negative and hindering behaviors plaguing our individual selves and our communities. Some of these topics can be uncomfortable, but in order for us to grow individually and as a whole, these conversations are necessary. Follow your girl on all streaming platforms. Make sure you subscribe to the Empowering Real Talk YouTube channel and let's get started. Welcome back guys to the Empowering Real Talk podcast. It is your girl, Coach K Woods of Upgraded Mindsets and thank you so much for tuning in. Y'all know the drill. If you could please go ahead and hit subscribe on this dope, dope podcast. Y'all know I appreciate the support nonetheless. As y'all can see, I am not here alone today. I have a guest with me today and I am going to let her introduce herself and tell us a little bit about her. Hello. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, you ready for me to just, I'll get a short intro. Go right ahead. My name's Alicia Patterson. I'm in Denver in the United States in Colorado, and um, I'm a somatic counselor. I've had a long time history in mental health work, and I also offer holistic pelvic care, which is a beautiful um, kind of taboo for some people, mm-hmm. very interesting way of working with the the root and the center, the pelvis, which is one of my favorite topics. So thank you for having me. <laughs> no problem. No problem. I appreciate you being here. Um, like I said, I definitely looked into it and I was like, oh yeah. Um, I, I am a person that has kind of started reverting to more of holistic approaches um, with a lot of things, um, you know, just from, you know, doing just the exploration phases. Um, As a coach, I've actually got my own journey and story, of course. Um, You know, I wasn't always the transparent person that you see before you, Um, meaning I used to suppress every single thing that would either trigger any other type of emotion. And um, I spent years an angry individual because of that. So, um, you know, I don't, I'm not a medication type person. So um, I had to learn ways to, you know, refrain from anger and, you know, really let go of some things from my past, you know, just all around trauma. Um, So, you know, knowing that you are kind of putting a lot of things together um, just really resonates a little with me. So I I can definitely say I appreciate what it is that you do, um, you know, and, how you go about it, you know, tell us a little bit about you and what got you into everything that you got going on. Yeah. So, um, thank you for sharing that. I totally understand. And I talk a lot about anger. I mostly work uh, with women and what I've seen is almost every single person, whether it's mental health work or working with body work on the table is, anger can be very challenging to sit with. And uh, my favorite thing about anger is a little snippet from Gabor Mate. He's like my healing author crush. Yeah, he's a medical doctor. And um, he writes so much about trauma and he writes about the physiology of anger and the physiology of anxiety. And when we are really fully taking ownership over and allowing ourselves to feel angry, it energizes our core. It actually warms our muscles and it softens our nerves and it drops our voice if we're able to sit with it and tolerate it. 
and that so many people, when they have an anger response, um, we actually get anxious. Our voice heightens, our nerves tighten, our pelvis pulls up and in, and uh, we have like a hot flash of energy moving upward towards our face. So I work with myself and so many people on having permission to be angry and to let it energize us. And anger is not a problem unless it gets stuck. And if it gets stuck, then it can cause health issues and inflammation and rage explosions, which he says is an anxiety explosion. A rage explosion is a discharge of anxiety and it temporarily relieves us, but it doesn't really complete a loop. And we just kind of end up uh, stuck in that pattern. Um, So, you know, I have my own history with anger and rage explosions and have come a really long way with that. And my way of working with myself and what really got um, into my personal world that was effective for me was somatic work, which is body-based psychology work. Sit and talk therapy, um, it can be amazing for people who are very verbal and want to work that way, but it never really worked for me and didn't do much for me. So I went down the path of studying somatic psychology and um, it was parallel with my whole process of my experience of being a woman and living in the United States. So um, that is a very deep rabbit hole. And that's been like uh, 15 years of work with myself and learning about systems and learning about mental health and learning about the medical industry. And, you know, what we're sitting on in this country is pretty profound <laughs> so indeed um yeah. that is so um like your story is so touching um you know it, it's definitely um something that is a hell of a trigger right now it's nowadays um and that's really kind of what hit my breaking point um you know i was somebody that you know i never portrayed that I had something wrong, right? Or or I'd say I was in denial. Um, he'd be like, you need, no, no, I don't. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm good. I'm good. That I said that so much. I think I used to say to my sleep, um, you know, and I didn't realize like how in depth I needed transformation mm-hmm. um, until like the pandemic kicked mm-hmm. Um, whereas social media was everybody's only way of communication. I completely logged out of everything. Um, and I, I had to, it, it was detrimental for me. Um, the level of uncertainty that was going on. Cause I mean, let's be clear. There's always been uncertainty around here, but that was a heightened sense of uncertainty at that point. Um, I had to start journaling. I had to start getting things out. Um, and I did not realize um, how deep things were for me. So, um, I did seek therapeutic intervention. Um, and you know, it, it, it worked. Um, it definitely exposed me to like severe things that I knew were holding me back. Um, it held me accountable, but it wasn't something that I continuously needed. Um, it was like, I got to the root. Um, but now I want to transform myself. You know, with guidance, don't get me wrong, I'm not naive to the fact, but I definitely um, started my own journey. And I'm actually going to publish my 30-day journal 
from that. Um, I've labeled it from havoc to healing, um, 30 days of reconditioning taken from my journal. And it's literally all of my emotions, everything that I was experiencing at that time, what processes I was taking into play at that time. Um, so I'm actually in the kind of the final stages of finishing that up and just kind of getting it edited and things like that. So I'm excited to bring that out because it's really going to show a side of me that nobody has seen. It's like a self-revelatory, um, you know, theater almost that it's so vulnerable. Um, I commend you for putting you. yourself out there in that way that, yeah. Yeah, it, it is. Um, like I said, I, I read it. Um, I don't know. I, 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 cause I typed it on my laptop to, you know, back then and never really thought of anything else about it. And like a year later, I went back and I read it and I was, I literally had chills like every day I was reading on there. Like I've got to publish this. I've got to put this out, you know, mm -hmm. um, just showing people the level of changes that I have endured for myself, you know, because I, I am definitely in a great space right now. I, I live an unapologetic life. Um, I follow my own values and I didn't always used to do that. And doing that has actually changed habits for me, environments. Um, it's changed pretty much everything for me. And that's what, you know, also inspired me to become a coach to other women because I can help you, you know, become accountable for that. So you can make those transformational changes that have been holding you back um, from personal experience, you know, and just talking, always being that supportive person um, and have heard a lot of stories from different women. But now I want to help with resource and solution, you know? Yes. I, I'm so glad to hear all of that because the need, you know, I feel like before the pandemic was a little bit of like, please come see me. And now the need is so intense and it's so high and the supply is not enough to meet the demand right now. Like the need is profound and what people are facing and the complexity and the nuances and the different situations, whether it's healthcare or family or parenting or, you know, our bodies. And it's so intense. And I'm so glad that you're offering yourself and, and that, you know, I feel like the people that have made the biggest impact on me, and I really try to do this for myself, is the people who are engaged in their own process and bringing their own learning to their work with people is so different than the pathological expert status stuff of like, let me just sit here and tell you what you should do. And you know, that there's no connection in that and there's no humility in that. And the vulnerability of sharing ourselves and what we've been through is really usually what touches people. It is. Um, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, the the personal side of things, um, although I work with personal and business mindset um, and I combine the two because I believe that in order for us to elevate um, as an entrepreneur or even in the corporate world, your personal blocks have to be cleared first. Mm -hmm. um, so many of us try to skip over that and say, you know what? No, you know, I, my personal life is in shambles, but I'm going to make the, a great CEO because I'm about to start my business and I'm about to do this and do that. And it is just not possible. So, you know, I incorporated the two because once you're able to establish that, then let's work together to get that entrepreneur mindset together, to get that, you know, corporate advancing mindset together, you know, being accountable and acknowledging, you know, what it is that 
you've got to face and deal with. So, you know, that's I put those together specifically for those reasons. And because I had to come to that realization myself, you know, yeah, I didn't I had even know it's so crazy how things just align. Right. Because in 2019, I had no desire to be an entrepreneur like none. I didn't even think about it. You know, I was totally comfortable at my job. Um, I had been there almost seven years. You know, I had no desires, um, but things are, were shifting. So when I began that transformation, I created my business name during that 30 day journal process because mm-hmm. um, my mind was opening up. So many things were getting picked away at. So it's like, oh, I've got space in here to bring new things. You know what I'm saying? So um, I'm just super grateful for that. And I'm so vocal with my story now because I want us to understand that that's how it's going to work. You know, you've got to get the mental clutter out of there um, for you to embrace the new things. Otherwise, you're going to stay on that hamster wheel cycle of default. Absolutely. Yeah, that's. That's how our brain works, you know, it's our neural pathways. And there's so much neuroscience research that is just coming out in the last 10 years that is really showing us that, you know, it's like we don't need to feel bad about what's happening in our brain or in our body. And if we turn towards ourselves and really open up to the possibility of being able to change those patterns and take agency and, and if you know, we're suffering from something that is like out of our control. I don't love the bypass mentality of like, you can manifest whatever you think. I'm like, well, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of layers to that. Right. Um, and our body and our brain responds and we can change. We have plasticity, you know, we're not, we're not cement. We're not just like fixated and we have to be that way forever just because we feel that way in the moment. Mm-hmm. It's incredible, you know, like don't believe everything you think. It's like one of my, it's like, yeah, our, our brains, um, they have stories. They have really interesting stories. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, some stories I didn't even remember um, because of, you know, just keeping everything inside and just not applying myself wholeheartedly. Um, you know, I, I tell people, you know, I do say like the mind is where everything begins because that's where like every thought and every decision. Um, and like you said, our brain, you know, I exercise our brain like we exercise our body. Like I'll say that in a New York minute, you know, um, because I'm like, man, I think a lot. I am an overthinker. Um, I, I relate that to being a Gemini, but, you know, um, <laughs> I am such an overthinker. But I used to overthink about the negative stuff, about the stuff that that wasn't helping me grow. And I had, you know, I didn't even realize I suffered from any type of anxiety type syndromes until um, the pandemic. Um, We had to literally wear. They told us that because I was still working, but they had separated us like half of us were working in the morning, half of us were working in the afternoon. And um at that time, we didn't have to wear masks. And they actually sent that email out and was like, you got to start wearing masks to work. And I flipped. Mm-hmm. Like, I completely flipped out. Like, I, no, you know, because I've got this negative facade of these masks in my head. Like, I can't go be the brand. I'm not going to do this, you know. So I literally freaked out. And they were like, girl, you just had a whole heart anxiety attack. I'm like, no, I didn't. And I'm like, yeah, I really did. You know, <laughs> and that was just a part of... Whew, that was a journey right there by itself. But, you know, um, 
I had my mind psyched about those masks. You know, not saying that they couldn't have had a negative effect, but I had just automatically assumed that I was just going to half die from it or, you know, just not. And that was just from it was programmed into my head. So I now know that I am the person that sets the intention for my own mind at mm -hmm. all times. Yeah, it's incredible that what I've been saying about the pandemic, you know, I've seen this in myself and in my family and in my clients, you know, I'm exposed to humanity and I have a lot of human contact, which I'm grateful for. And I feel like the pandemic has uh, my take on it exaggerated what was already there. So if there was already, a, you know, a, a mood challenge or something happening with our bodies, I feel like it just kind of made this like amplification and intensifying. And if we had a, um, and I'm also a Gemini, by the way, it's like, Ooh. oh, that's, yeah, <laughs> Gemini's, <Woo. laughs> you know, our cerebral, our brain power is such a skill. It's so helpful. And I feel like people that are um, very cerebral and mind oriented, it's a gift and it can also be a hindrance in some ways. I feel like a lot of people learn how to be powerful in their mind and their brain because it's not safe to be down in their bodies when they're children and we're growing up. And so this like, and that's why I've focused on somatic therapy. You know, my brain is amazing and powerful and also not always really helping me and coming down into my body and feeling my muscles and my nerves and my organs has really introduced me to the vulnerability of being a human and it's so powerful so emotional and so tender for people you know like this these are our vital organs and when we connect with our belly and breathe you know it's just so across the board, no matter what our story is or our experience, the emotional nature of our body is so different than our brain. Yeah. And, you know, so then we put this mask on and our lungs are having this experience and we're like, whoa, mm -hmm. you know, and the neurological brain experience of how we process that it's so powerful mm -hmm. and, you know, really is, um, there's like that traumatic reaction that's possible with all different types of things with our bodies. And it's so overwhelming if we don't have uh, uh, tools, you know, to like manage how we respond to these things. And um, I feel like it's such a paradox because the more we get in touch with ourselves, then I feel like the more alert we're able to be and we can actually respond in the way that we really need to. And that is kind of the, you know, people are so afraid to go into their bodies. And it's actually like, oh, really is going to help you, you yeah. know? So. that That's so true. Um, a lot of people are just scared. I think a lot of people are scared because I was scared, you know? I was scared to dig deeper because I'm like, what am I about to bring to the forefront here, you know? Uh, and it was like, uh, I don't know if I want to bring that, you know, but it was necessary. Um, you know, that's one of my quotes that I say all the time. The journey is necessary. Um, you know, nobody says it's going to be pretty. Nobody says it's going to be, you know, roses and all that stuff. It is going to be on wheels, you know, but, um, you know, everything you said, I totally relate to. Cause like, I'm really big on like, at least making sure that I stretch my body, you know, um, 
I do practice an intermittent fasting day. Um, but, you know, just being mindful of my body, um, being mindful of, you know, if I'm feeling that little ache here, or that little ache there, what is it associated with? Because it's definitely something that's a little bit deeper than a pain. Um, I now am completely mindful of that. So you kind of hit the nail on the head with me with that, because I'm very mindful of, you know, aches and anything, you know, yes, yeah, I'm getting older. I understand, but I know I can still put some type of help into play when it comes to those aches, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Our body responds to gentleness and attunement and listening. And that's the way that I practice body work is the most gentle, soft touch. I always talk about listening touch versus doing touch. Mm -hmm. And most of us have, especially in the medical experience, you know, we come in and it's like something needs to be done. And our tissue is like, you know, it's like this, our bodies respond to like, we're like soft little animals. Our organs are like the wisest, most sensitive, really powerful these tissues that they need love, you know, it's like we need love. Our body responds healthily to loving contact and how many of us are just um, longing for that type of loving contact. And when we start to give that to ourselves, I think that that's where things really start to change. And if we experience it from another person, it can also be very beautiful and healing and our, our health, you know, our immune fluids, our blood flow, our nerves, they are so nourished by kindness and we live in a world with so much violence. And so we're, you know, like our bodies always like, how do I protect myself? And that kind of armoring and that tension and, and then that causes health issues, you know, it's just such a cycle that, and I speak from no judgment. I speak from experience with tons of rigidity and tension and heat in my body that, when I started to go there, I was like, this is blowing my top, you know, like I felt like a volcano that was just, and if we work with it slowly, then it can be tolerable. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I love, just love hearing it, you know, because so many things it's like, that's what that is. Like, you know, um, I'll be like literally laying in a bed at three in the morning and I'll feel like the single little twitch and it's like, okay, what was that? You know, what was that? Why? You know, I, I want to know why, because I want to be able to try to resolve it, um, you know, and just hearing you speak on our organs, you know, just how delicate they really are. Um, we take that for granted. You know, we really do take that for granted. Yeah, the education and uh, for myself, you know, educating myself about you know, what, what are my digestive organs and what is where and what is responsible for what? And, oh, my heart is protected by my rib cage, you know, and other organs are not protected by bones. They're a little more exposed. And I mean, look at animals, they walk mostly with their um, organs covered and they have this like curling over and protection and human beings were up, our bellies open, you know, we're meeting other people head on and it is so activating, you know, our system, we're always responding to everything. We're responding to our environment and other people and words and tone of voice and the way that we communicate is just 
so impactful and so profound and our bodies respond even if we're not you know paying attention and starting to pay attention to that and putting my own hand on my belly and breathing into that hand you know that was my first introduction into somatic therapy was just touching myself and breathing and going whoa okay well, that's the tip of the iceberg. You know, it's like there's layers, so much is happening. And that is all beings, you know, all mammalian animal and human beings. We have that nervous system that has that like soft feeling to it. You know, spiders and insects, like they're different. So it's a, it's yeah. so incredible to feel that that vulnerability and to start to respect ourselves. And that is like the crux of the healing journey for me. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so many, um, you know, I know you're speaking, you know, from your personal experience, but, you know, coming from, you know, a counselor standpoint, you know, what do you feel like probably you see the most, you know, um, with regards to in, in what do you feel that you help with the most? Yeah. Um, well, I feel like probably the if I had to choose one thing, mm -hmm. the um, biggest pattern is usually, you know, our nervous systems I talk about, we have a spectrum. We have one side of our nervous system is like um, move forward. And sometimes that can be aggression or anxiety, but it's this like, or it could just be motivation and like warmth and health. And then in the middle, we have regulation and usually some relaxation, but we feel strong and powerful. We feel regulated. And then the other side of our nervous system is um, disconnected or a little collapsed or kind of checked out. So what I see the most is that people tend to, and again, no judgment, like I've been all over the place and all of this, we're either disconnected or we are overstimulated. And usually we're going from disconnected to overstimulated and we're going boom, 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 boom. We go way up here. We have stimulants. We're fast. We're feeling like woo, revved up. And then we crash down and we're like, woo, we feel heavy. We feel depressed. So, and there's nothing wrong with any of it. It's just how our bodies work. There's no judgment. There's no need to feel bad about it, but just to see like, whoa, okay. So I'm way up here at one point in the day. And then I'm way down here and I'm, you know, the bigger we go up here, the more we crash down usually. So helping people start to find that middle ground where they're like, oh, okay. Like, and that takes years. It took yeah. me years to build that stability in my system where then I could spike up a little bit and I would dip down a little bit, but mostly I was feeling even and you know, at peace with myself. And that is, uh, that's like life journey, you know, that, that's decades that. and decades of work. I love that. Um, th that word that you said right there, peace. Um, you know, you, you, you went through the journey, you went through the, the obstacles, the detours, the obstructions, you know, the reroutes, you know, of life and you found peace with that. And that is so damn dope to me. Like, I love that um, because that's what it's about for me. Um, it's not about us staying lost and stuck in our journey. 
or you know, staying lost or stuck in the past. It's about us finding resolution in peace and purpose. You know, um, I'm all about that. Um, I, I have really trusted my journey on um, these past couple of years and have been abundantly blessed behind it. Um, but that's just what it has to be. We've got to trust it, even the uncomfortable stuff, even the stuff that we think that we are not going to be obtain. We're able to obtain each and everything that we set our minds to do, um, you know, and incorporating like a whole body scan, whole body analogy, whole body, just everything um, is only going to increase your chances of becoming successful in your destiny. So I think yeah. that's amazing. I love that. So damn dope. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Um, and, you know, my my encouragement is that it takes time to build that muscle. And when I first started practicing body scans, I was like, what? Like, I, do you know, it just didn't make sense to me. I was mostly kind of numb and my my system was armored. I was just really uh, adrenaline fueled and kind of numb. And so many people, when they come into counseling work or body work or coaching or, you know, whatever it is, we start where we start. And a lot of times where we begin is not where we want to be. And it's really uh, seductive to be like, well, that's boring to me. I'm not feeling anything or I feel pain or burning and I'd rather not feel that. And if we just uh, tolerate it and make sure that we have resources and safety around it and we start to offer ourselves kindness and permission and maybe we have to sit with the past a little bit and feel what that is before we're able to move on from it. You know, I, I don't really advocate for bypassing of like, well, you know, usually how we move on from the past is that we sit with it and we love it and we hold it and we say, bless you. And I'm going to release you. You know, that's like, and that, that can take years sometimes for some events or family stories and stuff. So yeah. It is so incredible the skills that can evolve and build the more time we give to that is and it's very uncomfortable. You know, usually it's very uncomfortable 90% of the time, but then our body and our psyche really benefits from our practice. Uh, you know, it's it's like exercise. Yep. I hate exercising, but it benefits <laughs> my body. <laughs> yeah. Me too. I am. I hate to exercise. Oh my God. But you know, at the end of the day, the intention still is there. Um, and, but you know, and I'll say this, it's okay to say no one day, you know, it's okay to just be okay with not doing anything. You know, we beat ourselves up when we don't achieve a certain goal within a certain time. i um, not saying that I don't believe in setting specific goal dates for yourself. But what I don't believe in is being discouraged because we may not have achieved each and every time we wanted to set that intention for that time frame. Mm -hmm. um, you know, because we're human, we're right. human and we, you know, still have to make, you know, the mistakes, even though I call them lessons. Now we still have to learn lessons. If we're looking to continuously grow, then we have to continuously make those little bumps and continuously learn those lessons. So we don't keep repeating those same cycles and continuously on our ladder of success, you know, whether it's personal success, whether it's entrepreneurial success, um, whether it's corporate success, you know, either one, we have to be intentional in knowing that we have to 
learn to continue to grow. Um, whatever's going on outside of you is beyond your control. <laughs> you know, um, and if it's toxic stuff, I tell people all that I get it, but I don't get it because we have the choice. We have Absolutely. the choice. Yeah, it's uh it just reminds me, you know, the the drive and the that like moving forward energy is very natural for some people. You know, some it's just that's kind of the little bit of the essence of their system mm -hmm. and they respond well to that. And the shadow of that is that those people that trend towards that are often really hard on themselves. You know, they're kind of like a military sergeant with themselves and that's so painful. And, and then people that kind of trend the other way, you know, a little more of the depressive side of things, it can be so hard to move forward with anything. And, and I think that one really important thing that, you know, and I kind of trend toward anxiety and that drive and learning how to deal with that has been my whole journey. And then once I started to come down from that adrenaline cortisol state of being, then I crashed a little bit and I was like, whoa, I've never really been consciously depressed in my life. And so I got to, you know, have a couple years of like just being curious about that and also naming that people that trend towards anxiety, they get societal goodies, you know, they're more productive and people that have the depressive side of things, they don't get rewarded and the, the reward for anxiety and productivity and that like, you know, picking up extra shifts and maybe it's not healthy for your body, but you get rewarded at work for working more. Right. It's really interesting that like extractive, thing about modern societies that do to humans and you know i'm not advocating for breaking right. down everything that we have i think that that's starting to happen honestly i think so many people have left the corporate world in some ways and said i can't do this anymore and i need to be healthier maybe i want to work for myself and you know the like the structures are starting to wiggle a little bit and starting to like break up and I think that there's a lot of opportunity and beauty and sometimes crisis involved in that. And this like piece about the willingness to grow and the willingness to be connected to ourselves when we're experiencing a change or, you know, like a company gets acquired, you know, like that's something that I've heard quite a bit about in the last couple of years is this, the changing of corporate culture and what happens to people's jobs. And, and we have families, you know, we have people to take care of and the stress that that can introduce to the system can be debilitating yeah. and it can be an opening and the people that lean into crisis as a breakthrough instead of a breakdown is something that I've seen. Like I'm really curious about that with what people are going through right now. Yeah. And that's hard to do. You know, it's like, it's easy to talk about. Right, right. It's very hard to maintain that with ourselves. And there's, you know, people being forced to go to work and wear masks and be exposed when they need that job and they don't have the flexibility to say, well, I don't want to go to work today. Yeah. You know, like that's one of the most amazing things that I think we're all seen and aware of and i don't think that this country was really aware of that yeah. and now like here it is and it's striking yeah 
smack dab in our face and everybody's face, you know. Um, and and now, like you said, I I don't think that we were completely ready for what was about to happen after the fact, you know, and even though I can say after the fact, we are still very much deep into that at this stage in the game. Um, and I, and I honestly don't see it going anywhere unless us as individuals, you know, begin to work on our journey, understanding the smaller steps are required so we can, you know, make those bigger steps because there's no, there's no government that's going to be able to modify this for us. You know, there's no organization. It is now up to us individually to gain our inner strength to, become that person that we can come together with others without conflict because that's the only way that things are gonna you know begin to make those shifts so i'm 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 totally advocating for that um i totally talk about that all the time i'm completely unapologetic in my opinion of things um you know so but i just say it again the journey's necessary and we've got to implement that sooner than later yeah i agree i really think that COVID, you know, whatever our opinion is of all of it, it's been an incredible initiation. And it's, you know, as soon as it started as a practitioner, I was like, I'm going to be seeing COVID trauma for a decade. Like, okay, you know, like acceptance around that um, and watching the snowball of the effect and how it's affecting people in such different ways. And even the healthcare piece. So, you know, I have someone in my family that didn't get a test that they needed. And now we're seeing the fallout of that and something that could have, should have been caught a long time ago. And so, you know, and the implications of that are really intense and big. And here we are, you know, it's like, okay, so what are we going to do with that? And like how, you know, what's the journey and the process that I like that word, the journey there's no end point to this, you know, like this is uh, and we can collapse in the face of that, or we can get aggressive in the face of that, or we can work with our system to be like, whoa, I'm feeling afraid and I'm feeling angry and I'm feeling sad. And, you know, that's different than like, I'm, I'm fucking pissed, you know, like, it's just <laughs> like, how do we really like be in connection with ourselves and also understand that whatever's going on out here is maybe different than what we're experiencing in our lives. And I think that that's the invitation of this time in the world to like really just surrender ourselves to the mess that is humanity and what we've created, you know, like we did this. We did it. It's time to get accountable, folks. It is time to get accountable. Alicia, let everybody know. I've got your website streaming at the bottom, but let everybody know kind of where they can find you, what you got going on, what you got, anything upcoming for you? Yeah, thank you. Um, Yeah, my website is there. My website is a great place to orient to. There's tons of information, you know, on my socials. I'm a little bit on social media. Um, not really obsessed with it. I think it's. I love it. I love it. I tell you, I love that too because I'm trying to get all the way there. I, I hate. I, 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 I do. I cannot stand social media. <laughs> like. Yeah, yeah. Social media has um, turned 
you know, there's a lot of benefits to it for a lot of people and I never want to just label it. And there's been some very problematic or challenging dynamics that have come out because of social media, especially with the technological stuff in the last two years. So I am on social media, but not a ton. Um, Email is most private. You know, if you really want to share something with me or reach out, please email me. Please don't like social media is not private. So just be aware of that. Um, And I welcome contact from people. You know, I have lots of different options of if you want to work together, we could talk about that. And um, if you have the resources and the availability to get support in whatever way you want that to be, lean into that and do it. That's my advice. That's my closing argument. Period. And on that note, we are going to go ahead and close out because she said it best. It's time for us to just do it, people. We aren't suppressing and we're not being fearful anymore. We're going to work through that fear and we are going to elevate and we are going to become our most empowering selves because the journey is necessary, y'all. Alicia, thank you so much for being here. I totally, totally appreciate this conversation was dope today. I appreciate you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. Y'all know where y'all can find me on all social media right now at Coach K-A-Y-W-D-S. Best place to contact me, though, is also my website, which is www.upgradedmindsetswithaz.life. You can find all things over there. Find every version of the podcast, the YouTube, which y'all should be subscribed to already. But if not, now is your time to do so. I appreciate y'all so much for tuning in. Alicia, thank you again. And I will talk to you guys soon. Y'all be easy. Bye.